Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy hump day. It's the big day of the week. Theo's here. Everyone's here. Wednesdays are slowly turning into my favorite day of the week as it, come, as it pertains to toast. Fridays are still my favorite day of the week just in general. Right. But Wednesdays are becoming my favorite because Dear Toasters has really turned into a real staple around here. Yeah, no, it's definitely in, an institution, part of the toast. Big um, institution. Big institution. Part of toast history. And we're doing Dear Toasters today, so that will be fun. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. We even have an update on a previous one for you guys so I'm thrilled to be doing that and also just to uh celebrate hump day the only way I know how bye grab it I say to my dog Theo Theo get over here Jackie <laughs> literally has watched my special once but it obviously made a real impact on her because she memorized the entire thing and that's just the type of valuable content you can find when watching my comedy special disgraced queen now available on all stream well not all but most streaming platforms available for rent stream purchase on iTunes um, Apple TV Amazon Prime uh, you can stream the album on Spotify or iTunes tons of places head over to my Instagram uh, girl with no job I have a little highlight called disgraced queen with all the links to places you could listen and view also we must discuss the wallpaper in the room oh sorry we the literal elephant in the room we forgot to address but yes it's here we told you guys we'd be making many updates um this was kind of the biggest one we were waiting for and i think it's sickening i think it's sickening too i'm like looking at the camera we look like we're in the beverly hills hotel we um, are filming the morning toast like the toasty vibes are back they never left we've always been toasty but now they are back and better than ever we're going to get our neon sign back up at some point and we're just making moves yeah and I'm like loving the vibes here very cozy very warm very palatial also another change that we made that just went completely unnoticed was we both like got two chairs oh by the way I thought like you know how I say sometimes it's like everyone listens to the show and then sometimes like nobody listens to the show and yeah. sometimes it feels like we're literally just talking to the four people in this room. Um, that's how I felt when nobody noticed our chairs. We ordered this couch. This is one couch. Yeah, we ordered the entire set in November. November and one piece was missing, like was not delivered until Last two week, weeks ago. Yeah. And it's finally here. So this is the way the couch was meant to look. And if we have guests, now we don't have to sit on the thrones. I think we've now officially... Now you and I each have somewhere to lean. Oh my God, we, I love leaning. We've been leaning. And major update, because due to the arrival of the fourth couch, we did retire permanently two of our thrones. Don't worry. We still have two more. We're very attached to them. We just can't let them go. They're sitting right over there. Um, something about it feels wrong to, to let it go. 
Yeah, no, we can't let them go. Like, those thrones were there for us. They had our backs tr- li- literally, <laughs> physically, mentally, spiritually. They breathed new life into us as human beings, us as hosts, into our brands. We, have a, we owe a huge debt of gratitude to those chairs. So I can't just throw them out. Even though you know me, I'm, like, literally the opposite of a hoarder. Like, I'm a, Jackie calls me the sweeper. She's the sweeper. I sweep. I throw. If, I'm not, if I haven't used you in a week, you're out. Like, I'm so, like, nuts about clutter. And these huge chairs definitely take up a lot of space in our studio. But it's so worth it just for the memories speaking of everyone listening to the toast or not um something crazy happened yesterday oh my god wherein we found out that bobby bones was talking about us on his show because his girlfriend is a toaster shout out so to you i went to listen to it and they upload the entire show as a podcast it's 90 minutes and I literally scrolled through the entire thing just to find us at the last three minutes. Okay, I literally wasted an hour and a half. Even though it was good, there was a Brett Eldridge interview. So, like, it wasn't really a waste of time. But um, if someone had just given me the timestamp, that would have been so much more helpful. <laughs> and whenever people send at me, like, oh, this person mentioned the Morning Toast on their podcast, like, I automatically get a pit. Pittsville, USA. Just hearing people who, like, aren't, like, my friends that I know personally say the words of the Morning Toast gives me a sense of anxiety that I can't describe. Like, no. it's truly indescribable. Um, and he was basically saying that him they were talking about, like, ways to connect with your partner more meaningfully. Like, put your phone down. And he was like, well, all she wants to do is talk about this podcast she listens to, uh, The Morning Toast. And he was like, yeah, she's always saying, like, the girl said this and the girl said that. And it was, like, literally making my day. And then he was like, well, I never heard of it. And I honestly probably should have mentioned it because then people will go listen to that instead of us. But it's probably just, like, a bunch of girls talking about tampons. Which is, you know, toxic masculinity at its finest. But is he wrong? No, we're, no, we talk about tampons. We that's on we a Lola se- sponsorship. We, we okay, sell tampons. Um, that's that's cool. So it's just, fine. Um, Mrs. Bobby Bones, hi, we see you. We see you. Thank you so much um, for listening. Just you know, a, a nationally syndicated moment never hurts. No, it absolutely. Well, never actually, hurts. I guess it can hurt, but in this case, it didn't. Speaking of a nationally syndicated moment, um, I recorded. A segment for Tanya Rad's new nationally radio syndicated. <laughs> it's nationally syndicated. It's going to be on Z100 oh. on Sunday night. I'll get you guys the exact time and myself. I'll have to. We got to get in the car. We got to get in the car <laughs> to call an Uber to listen oh my to God, myself on the so radio. Funny. Um, Did always, you get to request any of these songs? No, we just talked about podcasting. Really, um, it's always fun, like talking to her and catching up with her. And I'm just so proud of her and her new radio show. Me like too. that's such a major big deal. And nobody I'm, works harder than her. And I'm just so excited to be included. That's so. fabulous. Yeah. One more thing I want to bring up before we dive in, because I know it didn't make the cut for the Fast Five, and it literally just came to me. But can we talk about the rumors that Vinny Guadagnino and Francesca Farrago from Too Hot to Handle are, like, steamy and heating up? Yes, we can. I saw it before I went to bed last night, and I made a mental note to add it to the Fast Five, and then the mental note just blew away Washed in the away. wind. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about it. I think, I mean, there. I don't know if it's just me or, like, the generation who grew up on Jersey Shore, but I hold a very warm, special place in my heart for Vinny Guadagnino. Like to me, he was always like the good guy on Jersey Shore. He like loves his family. He's so cute. We always shipped him and Snooki. Part of us still does. And I love what he did with his career after Jersey Shore. Now Jersey Shore is back and I just love him. And I kind of like ship this to the, nth degree to the nth degree I mean so do I I was still like holding out hope for her and Diplo it turns out by the way that they dated before she went on too hot to handle so maybe they're just like old flames who are now friends um nice work if you can get it truly I ship her and Vinny it's not what I would have seen for her necessarily but um I'm completely on board I hope the rumors are true 
And it's more than just like Instagram commenting. Yeah, no, it is. But it's also not like a full-fledged relationship. So I'm glad that we didn't make it like a benchmark story here today because right. it's like, Wednesday. It's a it's special also day. quarantine. Like new cross-country relationships aren't just popping up. Maybe they're just quarantine dating. And like after all this, they're never going to see each other again. Like most people who are quarantine dating with one another. Yeah, like I'm sure plenty of celebrities go on like one date with a fellow celebrity and we never hear about it because it goes nowhere. Right. No, that's so true. Well, that's what Jessica Simpson was saying in her book. Like she actually, um, when she like after her divorce was like being like a celebrity dating celebrities she would date like all these like a-list actors musicians but it was so private because like they would literally have a date on a private jet and she didn't name drop which was really annoying but it goes to show you that you can have a private date yeah you probably just want to meet someone like see if it's any sort of connection before you bring the entire public into the rumors exactly it's just my thoughts um so we have a fabulous show for you guys we do we have a lot of stories um and so i think we should just get right into it you know sure. there's no time like the present to deliver the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast <laughs> are you ready for it are you ready for it boom boom, mm-hmm. boom. yes i am okay first story erin andrews is speaking out as she and tom Bergeron not correct exit dancing with the stars she says she'll cherish the experience they don't exit dancing with the stars they're asked to leave yeah Erin Andrews has spoken out for the first time since it was announced on Monday that she and Tom B are leaving Dancing <laughs> the with the Stars. Now, Tom B. The co-host issued a statement on Instagram alongside two photos with Tom, reflecting on her experience with the show. Quote, thank you ABC and the entire Dancing with the Stars family for six memorable seasons. Those years wouldn't have been as special without my loving host, Tom, the talented dancers, and witty judges. I will always cherish my days on set, even if I wasn't the best at walking in heels witty judges aka annoying judges this seems like such a random shakeup because we actually had the pleasure of going to uh, dancing with the stars filming last season and we were both saying after how like we thought it was the most fabulous like well-run glamorous hollywood show and if i did you know have to complain about something it would be the, the horrible judges like to me they're so annoying and they just give like the most inconsistent uh grades scores and like there's to me I, I i literally hate the judges and so if some if the, if you said claudia they're shaking up the cast of dancing with the stars i'd be like oh good the judges are out like so there's nothing i didn't have a problem with tom and aaron it's like they really are i know we keep saying this but they were like an institution of dancing with the stars yeah. but i'm not at all mad at their replacement right so the next half of this story is the news that tyra banks has been named the new host and executive producer of dancing with the stars the announcement of banks as the new host of the reality competition series comes just one day after it was revealed that tom and aaron would be stepping away from the show so tyra banks has entered the ballroom i mean yes yes yesterday when i saw tom and aaron were leaving i it was like question mark didn't fully understand whatever i didn't think much about it and then today finding out that tyra is taking on the role as host um, I was just really excited. Okay, like Tyra Banks is an iconic television show host. I mean, we were rooting for you. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Like, I have never in a life yelled at my girl like this. It is, she's so prone to iconic moments that I just, I'm so looking forward to seeing what she has in store for us. And like, you know, it's, I just think this is fabulous. Like, this is just on so many levels, I think this is going to be great. But it is a two-man job. And now she's doing it by herself. I wonder how that's going to play out. You know, she's going to be running all over the ballroom for the two-hour episode. Ooh, interesting. Maybe they'll reformat the host's duties. Right. Or maybe she'll someone will accompany her. Like a correspondent. Yes, like a correspondent on the ground. OTJ. With the dancing stars. 
Dancing Stars, yeah. Um, so yeah, this was like a really random shakeup and maybe not necessary, but I'm not mad about the results. No, and she's also an executive producer, which is very exciting. I mean, a lot of people forget because she's kind of been super low-key the last few years, but she has made her mark on television, both reality and otherwise, for many Tyra. years. Tyra, the show, she was host of America's Got Talent and like the creator, founder, host of America's Next Top Model, which now my favorite thing on TikTok is people like drudging up old episodes of reality TV just to see like crazy things being said and done that would never fucking happen today. And on American, uh, no, uh, America's Next Top Model, that is like the prime show. It's like all the shit they used to say was so outrageous and like it would never get made today, but it's just the TikToks of people resurfacing these old episodes are some of my favorite content to watch. Wow, that's really funny. It is and really funny. It's true. We're going to get some iconic moments. I, I, I think this is good news. I hope Tom and Aaron have something lined up. Or Well, Aaron is Fox Sports. Like That's, I think, her major moneymaker, and I think she'll be just fine. Um, but I do agree with you that if we're going to be shaking it up, that judge's table. Carrie Ann, I'm so sorry, but it is your time. Len, you as well, and Bruno, you have got to go. Like, and I don't know what the, what the accolades are of them personally, like what makes them mm-hmm. professional. And I know that they, they have ties to ballroom dancing, and I am sure that they are qualified. But this is an entertainment show, and I'm just so over their shtick. Like, Bruno, every second, like, getting up, Len, I'm upset. Like, everything is so, like... I think you just watch the show too much, because... I, by the way, I barely watch yeah, the show, true. and the fact that I know their tropes is how I know it's so overplayed and overdone. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I've been to an episode once, and I probably watched, like, five episodes in my life, maybe less. Yeah. So I'm not even a stan. It's just, they're, it's so old school. I feel like they were the appropriate judges when the show was a place for Z-list talent. Like, when the, first, when the show first got on the air, like, they could not land real celebrity talent. It was really, like, a who's who of Loserville. Now it's, like, a prestigious place where, like, winning is really good for your career. And I just think the judges have to evolve with the type of contestants that are now being put on the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wasn't Julianne Huff a judge at one point? Perfect person for it. What happened? I don't know. She, she was a dancer, right? Yeah. And then she, like, graduated. Uh-huh. And became, which I think should be a thing. I think that's excellent. Who knows better about the dances than the dancers? Yeah. Um, I don't know what's wrong, what happened to her, but I know Derek Huff is on So You Were World of Dance, one of those. World of Dance. Which is like the losery cousin of Dancing with the Stars. Um, I actually like Dancing with the Stars a lot. Yeah. I'm excited for the new season whenever they get to film it and it comes out. I've actually been reading, um, I saw an article today that Real Housewives of Orange County are filming. Yeah. And they're going on their cast trip. Like, oh my God, where are they going? Oh, I don't know. I didn't click it, but I just thought that was an interesting factoid. Jimmy Fallon is back at 30 Rock, but like totally alone, no audience. Interesting. Which is so weird. But I was just, I'm so over these at-home shows. Like, they're really making me sad. Yeah. No, they're, they're and I think they're hard for the people hosting them as well. Like, it's it's hard to get motivated and inspired while you're, like, doing your own glam, like, talking to your living room. It's also very toxic to have your home become your workplace. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, um, who else was saying that? I don't remember. But it's it's not healthy to, like, have no boundaries. Yeah. So I feel like that causes them to perform less well, less good. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, well, that's the Dancing with the Stars news. Exciting. Yes, cha-cha. Um, some more hosting news. Nick Cannon was fired by Viacom CBS over anti-Semitic comments on a podcast. Viacom CBS has terminated its relationship with Nick Cannon following an episode of Cannon's class in which he made anti-Semitic remarks. 
Quote, Viacom CBS condemns bigotry of any kind and we categorically denounce all forms of anti-Semitism. We have spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, Cannon's Class, on YouTube, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, said a spokeswoman for the company. While we support ongoing education and dialogue in the fight against bigotry, we are deeply troubled that Nick has failed to acknowledge or apologize for perpetuating anti-Semitism and terminating our relationship with him. Some of those comments were wild and out. Yeah. Truly. Those comments were wild. Um, he stands by them. Yeah, well, he, so that's the thing. It's like, of course, I, I like to look at every cancellation with, with a good amount of grace, even when I'm, you know, I am offended. The like, target. <laughs> I'm the target. Um, and I, I watched the episode, and I was like, whew, okay. And then I'm like, let's see what happens. Like, I wonder if there will be backlash. And he, you know, really dug in. He went on, a, he gave a, a statement to the Fast Company, and a little thread on Twitter where he's like, he's like, I'm all open. Like I want to learn more, but never once did he really a apologize or be acknowledged that he said anything wrong. It was very general. Yeah. So, and then um, he said he actually doesn't like apologizing. Yeah, no, so he pretty much stands by, by what, what he, he said. said. And this is what he said. He interviewed rapper Richard Griffin, known as Professor Griff, about his dismissal from a hip-hop group Public Enemy in 1989 for saying the Jews are wicked and are responsible for the majority... Yeah, wicked cool. <laughs> ...and are responsible for the majority of wickedness that goes on around the globe. No, we Griffin, are just responsible for being fans of the show Wicked. I think he's confused. <laughs> Griffin doubled down on his comments in his interview with Nick Cannon. Cannon said, you're speaking facts. There's no reason to be scared of anything when you're speaking the truth. Cannon later added that black people are true Hebrews. Quote, you can't be anti-Semitic when we are the Semitic people. That's our birthright. So if that's truly our birthright, there's no hate involved. So according to Nick Cannon, I am not Jewish. Yes. And um, Nick Cannon also attended this July 4th speech by Louis Farrakhan where these same ideas right. were reiterated um, where Jews are called satanic. Yeah. We are termites. If you see a Jew, uncover them and Throw pick, a up, stone. pick up your stone. <laughs> it's, it's, on, it's not funny. No, but it's not funny. Ha- but but like, it's so outrageous. It's so outrageous. And so this is obviously this... Conspiracy theory. This strain of thinking that Nick Cannon subscribes to. There are also other celebrities who attended that speech, who promoted that speech. Um, no it was one's really, really disheartening. No one's talking about it. No one's going to talk about it. Um, but T.I., 2 Chains, and Rick Ross all were in attendance. Um, Snoop Dogg and Very P. Upsetting Diddy both Dogg. promoted the speech. And as a Jewish person, these it's... It's terrifying. Yeah. No, and it's just such a strange, um, like, thing to, like, dig your grave in. Like, it's just such a random and far-out conspiracy. Like, I, I'm so sorry. I am Jewish. Yeah. We, we are Jewish. Um, uh, you know what? Um, and, again, I, I don't feel like people should – I don't believe in cancel culture, and I don't believe – that people should be fired for things that they said if, you know, they didn't mean them or it was misinterpreted. Or, but, if, they, or if they're going to apologize and, and, and try learn and from learn it. from it. But it's very clear that Nick Cannon knew exactly what he was saying. He stands by it and he's not sorry for it. So in that case, I do, as the governor of cancel land, I do approve this cancellation. Yes. And I also, um, I applaud Viacom CBS because it does feel like sometimes people can get away with saying anti-Semitic remarks. And even though we don't necessarily condone getting fired for what you say um that's the world that we live in people are getting fired for offensive remarks that's the price so it that should be pay. an equal playing so field it should apply to all offensive remarks and when it feels like it doesn't apply to anti-semitism that is really disheartening but here it does and 
I applaud Viacom. So I'm not entirely sure what Viacom letting him go entails. I do think that uh, Nick Cannon's Wild and Out, which is the MTV show that's been on forever, is one of the Viacom productions. And so he will either be, it's called, like when you look in the TV guide, it's called Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. Um, so either, I don't think the show will be canceled, but maybe they will rebrand without his name and he will no longer be an executive producer. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. Um, but that's that. That's that on that. Next up, um, I don't know what to call her. Glazane Maxwell. Jelaine. Pleads not guilty to sex trafficking abuse charges. Glazane Maxwell pleaded not guilty on Tuesday to charges that she helped traffic young women for Jeffrey Epstein to sexually abuse as her trial date was set for next year. Maxwell appeared via video conference for her arraignment on a six-count indictment charging her with recruiting and grooming young women to be molested by Epstein. Prosecutors said she took part in some of the abuse herself. Um, so she has pled not guilty guilty she was trying to get bail but she, she got none they um they i think it's still there the bail proceeding hasn't been ruled okay. yet but obviously she's an extreme flight, flight risk, risk and so hopefully bail is not posted or else this we'll never see this woman again well she's an extreme flight risk who claimed but is claiming that she has no income I guess just for her and her lawyers to prove like she's not a flight risk, so maybe she can get out on bail, even though she's just contradicting herself now because she asked the judge permission to stay in like a local fancy hotel instead of prison until her trial. Like what what makes you think you're special, bitch? And she bought a fancy house as her hideaway. Right. No, it's like you think you're special? No, you're a criminal, bitch. You're going to fucking jail, bitch. Also, another interesting factoid, um, she's secretly married and she's refusing to reveal the name of her husband, prosecutor said this week, at the accused Madam's bail hearing. The bombshell detail was divulged Tuesday as Manhattan prosecutors accused her of purposely hiding the extent of her wealth. Quote, in addition to failing to describe oh. in any way the absence of proposed co-signers of a bond, the defendant also makes no mention whatsoever about the financial circumstances or assets of her spouse, whose identity she declined to provide to pretrial services. Isn't that public information? Like, where's, get the license. I have no idea. Who would marry this woman? No, who would marry this wench? Like, this literal piece of garbage, smelly hot garbage on a warm, sunny day in New York. Like, who has that little respect for themselves and humanity to even come within five feet of Glevisha Maxwell? Yeah. I don't know. Ugh, I don't know what's more sickening. That she, you know what? If you're single, you guys, there is hope. Because if Ghislaine Maxwell can find a husband, so if can Ghislaine you. If Ghislaine Maxwell can find a man, so can you. It's so true. Like, those are some of the most inspiring words I've ever heard. <laughs> um, well, I really, really hope that justice, like, that we hold on to justice, that she's not released on bail. Like, this is our real last chance to get justice for these yeah. girls. You know, let's um, take it one step at a time. And for where we are right now, I think it's going well. They're not letting her stay in the hotel. She'll probably not get out on bail. So I, I think we're on a, we're, we have to just take it one step at a time. And I think for right now, we're in a good spot. Bail was denied. Bail, bail was denied. denied. Okay. Thank you. Hallelujah. So like I said, I think we're in a good. Hallelujah. We're in a hallelujah. Good, hallelujah. 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 We're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. We okay. can't get I, ahead we, of we ourselves. We can't count our chickens before they hatch. Right. So we're, we're fine for now. But there's so much work to be done. Yeah. Okay. But um, speaking of. Jeffrey Epstein, um, Chrissy Teigen is slamming a bizarre conspiracy linking her to Jeffrey Epstein. 
Chrissy Teigen is at a breaking point and worried for her family because she has been the subject of bizarre conspiracy theories linking her to disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein. The model, pointed, the model exploded on Tuesday when a user pointed out that she had deleted over 28,000 tweets yesterday and also falsely claimed she was on Epstein's flight logs going to his island, Little St. James, which has been nicknamed Pedophile Island or Island of Sin. By the way, I heard it was 66,000 tweets. Well, so she, then she tweeted, I actually deleted 60,000 tweets because I cannot fucking stand you idiots anymore anymore and I'm worried for my family. Find me talking about toddlers and tiaras in 2013 and thinking you're some sort of fucking operative. Fucking detectives that can't even do simple subtraction to see how much was deleted. That's who we are working with here. She <laughs> added in a later tweet calling the conspiracy theorists losers. When another person commented that she seemed defensive, she answered, this I don't get. Everyone thinking I'm guilty because I'm defensive. You understand you are calling me a pedophile, right. correct? So... So there a while ago, I mean, the flight logs of, of famous people who were on the Jeffrey Epstein plane, which they called the Lolita Express, um, were released with a ton of evidence like years ago. And people like combed through and found like, I think they said Bill Clinton was on it like 20 something times. There's tons of celebrities. I think, you know, innocent celebrities and not innocent celebrities because rich people take rich people's planes all the time. Mm -hmm. So just because you're on the flight log, it is not an admission of guilt. But someone, but it's not good. But it's not good. But it's someone good. made a fake fight flight log like years ago, putting Chrissy Teigen and John Legend on it. Um, and it has been widely, you know, disproven that it, it's not real, but it still like follows her around. And I, I see her, I follow her on Twitter and she tweets about it. A lot, especially when Jeffrey Epstein and Glazane were like in the news. So people have been obviously tweeting it at her recently, given all that's going on with Glazane. And it must be annoying for her. But I feel like there's two things going on here, you know, because people have actually judged up like old Chrissy Teigen tweets. I mean, she used to be like before she was like everything of the sort. She was like a popular ish model and she had like hilarious takes on pop she culture. It was a funny model. But some of them were uh not 2020 friendly. So I think that probably deleting her tweets was a good thing for her career. Like if, if you hope to, um, you know, start a career in like entertainment, amount to any, you know, small amount or big amount of success, I can't stress enough how important it is to clear out your social media, probably once every two years, times change so quickly and things that were acceptable to be said in 2010 are not acceptable in 2020. And although that's, you know, a reasonable thing to, to happen. You know, everyone makes mistakes. We live in a very unforgiving world. So if you are trying to, you know, rise to some sort of fame or notoriety, I highly encourage you take a page out of my book, take a page out of Chrissy Teigen's book, delete your tweets. So I think Chrissy Teigen probably should have done this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not sure that the tweets have anything to do with the Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, I guess because what she said about toddlers and tiaras is now people are going to go through her 60,000 oh, right. tweets, find anything she's ever said about children and like find a way to sexualize it and connect her to Jeffrey Epstein. Got it. OK, that's the connection. I didn't get that. OK. Yeah. So I guess that's why she deleted her tweets. I mean, honestly, aside from her talking about it, like I really haven't seen Me people neither. like calling out Chrissy for being connected to Jeffrey Epstein. She's not in any of the documentaries. Right, but I'm sure she gets it in her mentions and it's annoying. Yeah, of course, especially because it's not true. Yeah, allegedly. Stop. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> yeah, sure. Stop. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's not true. Fifth and final story. Wow, that was fast. It was fast. Is it a little business? No, it's not. Um, it's more entertainment news, some exciting news. Vanity Fair cover of Viola Davis is the magazine's first by a black photographer. The what a disgrace. I'm sorry. In 2020. I know. The first. I can't believe we're still having firsts. 
I agree. The new issue of Vanity Fair featuring a powerful image of Oscar-winning actor Viola Davis marks the first time the publication has featured the work of a black photographer on its cover. The historic image of Davis shot by photographer Dario Calmis shows the 54-year-old in profile, her back facing the camera. Davis is wearing a blue gown with a deep plunge in the back, hand on her hip. The publication has had a problem in the past with putting black women on the covers, Davis says in an interview for the magazine. Um, Call them out. Call them out. The covers are, the cover is stunning and the photos are stunning. And it's just such an interesting, such interesting timing because I was reading a lot of stuff on Twitter about Simone Biles was recently on the cover of Vogue. And of course, that's amazing. She's so deserving of the accolades. I saw it was posted on the Morning Toast Instagram and I'm just so happy for her. Um, But if you look at a lot of the pictures from the actual spread, um, I believe Annie Leibovitz was the photographer. And I don't know if she has tons of experience um, shooting and lighting black skin. And it's very clear that um, she doesn't because Simone is really poorly lit in a lot of the photos. And her black skin, which is like her greatest feature, is not being highlighted at all. And it's just poorly lit. And if you could see the biggest, if you look at the the spread of Simone Biles and the spread of Viola Davis, like you can see the difference in working with a black photographer who totally understands how to light, how to work, how to shoot with black skin. And Viola Davis looks amazing and like that yellow behind her she just she looks so powerful and I love that she wore her natural hair and I love her I love her as well and she said she like there because a lot of the interviews of course about you know the current climate and, and Black Lives Matter and she said something so powerful she said my entire career has been my protest iconic yeah. wow she looks beautiful she looks beautiful it's a great cover it's a great cover check out the article and like why is Vanity Fair have such a hard time putting a black person on the cover I don't know and they've never had a black photographer it's just disgraceful it's just so weird because aren't these are like also the publications who also write about this stuff right so it's like you walk you talk the talk but i see you sitting down yeah walk the walk you're not walking the walk it's time um okay so now i'm it is time jackie for dear toasters which is our advice segment if you ever want to email us to write in, it's always anonymous, and the email is deartoasters at gmail.com. And Dear Toasters is brought to you by Beachbody. The summer season, unfortunately, is not on hold, so your summer body shouldn't be either. Get access to professional training from the comfort of your home with Beachbody On Demand. Thousands joined Beachbody On Demand to stay fit during COVID-19, and they weren't disappointed. Beachbody On Demand gives you instant access to over 1,300 workouts you can stream anytime so you can maintain a consistent routine at home on your own schedule. This is the company behind P90X, Insanity, and 21 Day Fix. Now you can check out some of their newest programs like Morning Meltdown 100 and 80 Day Obsession and start every day strong. They have hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels, including bodybuilding, weight training, cardio, HIIT, yoga, and even dance workouts. You can work out on your own schedule with workouts just as short as 10 minutes that don't require any extra equipment. You can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. It is the best deal in fitness because listeners of The Morning Toast can try it absolutely free. You know, if you're looking to do something, quarantine is like you finish watching The Morning Toast and then it's noon. Like, what the hell do you do? Morning Toast, morning, morning meltdown, burn. and then it's time for lunch. So yeah. that sounds ideal to me. Love it. To get a special free trial membership, text TOAST to 303030. That's T-O-A-S-T to 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform, all the workouts, nutritional information, and support absolutely free. Just text TOAST to 303030. 
Thanks, Beachbody On Demand. Love it. Cylon, get your Beachbody right. Also, before we get into your toasters, just talking about conspiracies, Chrissy Teigen, oh, et cetera. Yes. Um, we are about to record after this a Patreon episode all about conspiracy theories. There's a lot going on right now between um, the Wayfair. And it's, it's honestly insulting to call some of them conspiracy theories because it's just like unpopular theories that are probably true. Okay, I don't feel that way about the Wayfair one. You don't? No, we'll oh, get into it. We'll but like there's it. proven... Like there's, yes, there's kids who have gone missing with that name, but they've been found. Like no one's following up that like the kids have been found, but I don't, I, we'll see. We'll talk. We'll, we'll get into it. it. Patreon.com slash morning toes. We're not fully educated on the scandal, so I'm going to educate yeah, myself. We're going to be reading, learning, reading the details, talking about it in depth. Um, and because that's something that a lot of people want us to talk about. And there's just a lot of different theories swirling around about different subject, subjects right now. And so we're going to give you our thoughts. Literally, I did not hear one word. That last sentence was nodding. Like you said, I'm going to we'll give you our thoughts. There's a lot of theories swirling around about different subjects Got right it. now. And so we're going to give you our thoughts. Got it. Okay. Now, dear toasters. Hi, Jackie and Claudia. I recently moved into a new apartment building in the downtown area of my city. It's a bit older and there are only eight units, including my own. The building is designed so that your apartment door faces outside, which normally would make me feel very unsafe, except all, except that all the doors face inwards towards each other. So anyone on the street would think it's normal. So, wait, what? I don't get it. Okay. The building is designed so that your apartment door faces the outside, which normally would make me feel very unsafe. Except that all the doors face inwards towards each other, so anyone on the street would think it's a normal, secure entry building. Still don't get it. Okay, maybe it's like a, a hallway of doors that go to the outside, but like... A courtyard situation. Okay. okay. A couple weeks ago, something weird started happening. I took my recycle out late at night to the alleyway where my recycling bin is. I was feeling lazy, so rather than breaking down my cardboard boxes, I just decided to throw them in the bin. Oh, that is so relatable. I'd like to note that... It, I'd like to note that it... There were mostly just white claw boxes, so I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. The next morning, I woke up to find that someone had gone into the recycling bin, pulled out all the boxes I put in there, and put them in front of my door. I th it threw me off because I just assumed one of my neighbors had seen me and was trying to make a point, so I broke all the boxes down and then put them back in the recycling bin. Later that night, I opened my apartment door, and I shit you not, someone had gone into the recycling bin, put all my boxes out, taped them together, and put them on my doorstep. To say I was shook was an understatement. Since then, this has happened maybe three or four times where I wake up in the morning and the boxes I broke down have been put back together and are sitting on my doorstep. Oh my God. I have no idea who it is, but I'm really starting to freak out. What should I do? Do I call my landlord? Do I dress in camp and hide in the bushes? Please give me guidance on how to catch this predator. Sincerely, a concerned toaster. Wow. That is so weird. That's not where I thought the story was going. No. Because honestly, like I have a few times in buildings that I've lived in, like not broken down boxes because I'm just so lazy. And it's like, you have to do it. It's like part of living in a building it is your duty as like a responsible neighbor yeah this but is really crazy are I'm, they always alcohol boxes maybe this person's like very religious and like trying to send you a message this is a case for the fbi honestly Truly. no here's what you should actually do um because this is like weird and scary get a ring doorbell or oh, yeah. some sort of doorbell where it shows the person who is coming to your door that's also just a good thing to have in general yep. especially if your door faces the outside the um just get a photograph of the person who it is and then depending on if you know the person in your building or if you guys have like a resident manager you can deal with it that way but first I would want to know who's doing this and I agree maybe it's something about the alcohol and they're trying to like show you that you're drinking too much but or like, it's like I, someone who is like takes offense from alcohol like I someone just, deeply like, religious I 
I don't believe that like people would actually do something like that based no, on, by the way, on alcohol. This so person, it might be, not be hard to narrow down because she said it's only eight units in the building. This person obviously has no job or life because he's spending all this time like rummaging through trash and putting boxes back together that have been broken down by his neighbors. So find the person in the building who's like in the building the most, who has the least amount of like things going on. It's probably that person. Or like if you don't want to get a ring doorbell and also like the person might see it when they're dropping off right. the boxes, like grab a friend, do a stakeout put your boxes as you normally do, maybe do even more than normal. Mm -hmm. So you're just like triggering them and then get in the bushes, see what happens. That is creepy though. Just to like know that someone in your building is like keeping an eye on you. you. Yeah. For something, maybe you're not recycling them properly and he's like trying to make a point. I don't know. I don't know. That's very strange. I I offer you no advice other than just do a little digging. Yeah. But carefully because this person's obviously a sociopath with nothing else to do. Carefully. All right, next up. Hi, Jackie and Claudia. First, how you doing? I need some serious help. That's what we're here for. I've been with my boyfriend for five good years and we have lived together for the last two of them. Things have always been so good. We've had a few bumps, but nothing major or worth breaking up over. Recently, I noticed he has been so different, like more secretive. He will always be on his phone and hide it. He doesn't even let me see it if we're in the car and I want to change the song. Something just doesn't feel right. I expressed to him that I feel like he might be doing something wrong and he has explained to me that he's not. This... This led me to finding out that he's been obsessed with ASMR for the past year, and I had no idea. He said he was embarrassed, but I kept ensuring him that it's okay, and you like what you like. The gut feeling went away. Then, those weird little things he was doing started up again, so I, of course, got skeptical. One day, he was in the shower. I decided to snoop and went through his Apple Watch to see his conversations with friends. I am disgusted. He was talking about asking girls if... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He was talking about some girls only fans. I have yet to find proof of him actually going on, but he talked about asking girls if they would strip for him and how some girls have fat asses and shit like that. It's been a few days now and he knows something's wrong with me, but I don't know how to confront it. Plus, I really don't want him to know I went through his shit. LOL. I know he's I know he knows why I'm mad, but he has yet to mention anything. But we've just kind of been here. We don't really talk about it and it's just been super awkward, but I want him to bring it up. Am I being insane? I know like he wasn't doing too much, but I just don't know what. But I just don't know if I want to be with someone who talks so gross about other girls like that. Should I wait for him to bring it up? Should I just put my phone down and say, fuck this, I deserve better? Or do I stop acting, acting crazy and just let it go? Please help. By the way, you guys make me look forward to the morning drive to work. Love a California toaster. California toaster. You are not being crazy. Like, this is this very is, inappropriate. This is crazy. This is really tough because when you see that, like, when I heard, you know, he he's asking her to strip for him, it's like, it's like, it feels like cheating. It is. But... It's weird. It's like, it's kind of the same as watching porn, but it's like interactive porn. No, it's, porn. it's completely different. No, no, no. But like, it's not cheating. He's not having a relationship with this person on uh, I consider Like, that, that girl on OnlyFans has like millions of fans. Like, they're oh, not I in guess. any sort of relationship. I'm it's, assuming she's popular on OnlyFans. But no, I'm sorry. Maybe thousands of fans. No, this is too much. I, like, I, I, I'm I couldn't. I personally could not stand for this. Um, and you know what? But it, it's a weird 2020 version no. of like, oh my your God. man watching no. porn. No, it's not. No, seriously. Don't draw the line there. Like that you're, no, stop. Seriously. No. Like, no. Okay, there's so many people who use OnlyFans. Are they all cheaters? I don't know. You know what? 
right? Like it's, it, I think. Well, it's, there's a difference between subscribing to an OnlyFans and then engaging with an OnlyFans. Is there really? Yes, 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 yes. But you know what? I feel like this girl's worry is that like she doesn't want to confront him because she doesn't want him to know that she snooped. But you know what? I, I, I feel like a lot of people feel that way where it's like they find something out but they don't want to bring it up because the way they found it out is suspect. But it's like, sorry that your boyfriend gave you reason to doubt him. There's no, there's no shame in snooping when you're just trying to like save your relationship because your boyfriend made you feel like something was wrong. It's his fault, not yours. He led you. He forced you to snoop. Yes. Also, um, I would say before you bring it up, figure out how you feel about it. You know, because it seems like you're conflicted. If, if you're not sure if what he did is like a deal breaker. Um, and I think for some people it would be. And I think for others it wouldn't. I think for me it would be a deal breaker. I'm not going to lie. Um, so figure out how you feel about it first. Then take it to him. And also, you don't have to tell him what you did. He's talking about it with his friends. Maybe his friends loose lips slipped. Like, he's not even being so secretive about it. So you don't even have to, you, you don't even have to say, like, I went through something. You just be like, I'm not telling you who told me. Say, I'm not telling you who told me because then it just takes the onus off of you snooping. No, but you want to know what? The problem, like, this is what's so fucked up about the situation. The problem is not that she snooped or how she found out. But she obviously. The problem is what's going on. So let's attack that as much as we're thinking about attacking the route in which she found out. Who fucking cares? Yes, okay? I agree. But I understand. I understand what she's saying. She doesn't want to like bring herself into the doghouse with him for it's like, you know, in a, in a case when the police find evidence, but they get it without a warrant. They, it's immiscible. It's inadmissible. Okay. Now here's the other thing. I thought a lot about what you said about like porn and there is so much free porn out there that I think paying for it, subscribing to it for someone you like admire takes it to a level that's more inappropriate than watching porn on a free website. Agreed, more inappropriate. And then it's like, who wants to marry someone? Honestly, paying for porn is so not economical. Like, there's, that's like paying for Sirius XM when the morning toast exists. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, that's a bad example. But you know what I mean? It's like, it just, it says a lot about him that he's paying for specific porn because there's very high quality porn out there that's free. And it just shows that he's not good with money. And I don't know if that's the kind of man you want in your life. <laughs> there's so much going on that's here that's a whole other issue I would say first, to, like, me, see, it's a, to me it's a very big issue for, but like we can't even figure out like how we really feel about it because it's not as clear cut as no. cheating but it's also not as clear cut as just watching oh porn. I'm sorry maybe I haven't made uh, it very clear it's cheating a hundred, by the way and I don't know why you have to put a label on it does it make you uncomfortable or not like if Ben did this like I would be out the fucking door you don't have to put a label is it cheating is it not how does it make you feel bad or good yeah good stay bad leave no. <laughs> it's not gonna make her feel good I'll tell you that much well no maybe someone didn't care maybe she wants to get involved on the OnlyFans get her own subscription they can engage together you never know you never know but I would say first figure out how you feel about it then bring it to him. Um, don't worry about the way in which you got it. If he focuses on that, then he's just deflecting and he can't like have a serious conversation about what's been going on. At the beginning of this story, I was about to tell you that you were going to get engaged. And that's Me like, too. Oh my God. So weird. That's always what we think. It's um, like when your fiance of five years, everything's going so well. I mean, your boyfriend of five years, everything's going so well. He starts being secretive. It's like, because you're getting engaged, get excited. Unfortunately, I don't think that's in your future. I don't let know me, if let me sh- I don't know if that's... Let me set my you, crystal ball. You should even want at this point. But wow, this is really... This is a real like 2020 issue. Yep. And I'd be curious to hear what other people think. And I'd be curious to know whose OnlyFans it was. Because some people's I've heard are worth it. You know? I don't know. If it's Chad Johnson's, I've heard it's not worth it. But I'm assuming it's a girl. Yeah. Anyways. 
Good luck, my friend. Our third and final Dear Toasters is an update from last week. If you remember, we wrote, were written in to, um, by a girl whose friend was in this debacle where like her toxic ex-fiance, ex-boyfriend um, was like uh, wanting to like re- reignite, but like she was onto her With stepbrother. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> hello to my favorite podcasters, Jackie and Claudia. I'm playing catch up on last week's episode and I almost fell over in my kitchen when I heard my dear toasters read aloud on the show. <laughs> I sent that back around Easter time, so I was not ready to hear it on this episode, but I have major updates on my friend's stepbrother slash ex-boyfriend hookup saga. They're not real stepbrothers. Yes, it's their like parents the- are dating. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. It's Serena and, and Dan. Dan. That's what she says. Okay. It's Cher and Josh. You'll be happy to know that she has officially moved out and moved on from her toxic fiance, and they have not spoken or seen each other since post-Easter phone sex. However, her stepbrother, aka Dan to her Serena, her wow, they are hooking up just about every night now. And something I forgot to mention in the first email is that she is a virgin. That's correct. She and her 41-year-old fiance of five years had never had sex. By the way, she didn't mention that the fiance was 41 years old and the other. I think she said older. Okay. Um, and she wants him to take her virginity. She's catching big time feelings and has said that once quarantine is over and they are not living in the same house, she wants to attempt to pursue an actual relationship, but in total secret because she know it, she knows it would not fly with the family. She asked me every time we FaceTime what she should do. And I kept saying, I don't think this is a good idea, but the vagina, I mean, the heart wants what it wants. I know Jackie doesn't see the issue so much thanks to entertainment, but I can't be the only one that thinks a secret relationship with her stepbrother is a good idea. This is moving way beyond just hooking up because times are tight in the queue and I'm worried that it'll only get worse. I worry about the weirdness of it all and also my friend getting hurt. If this was one of your good friends, what would you do slash tell them to do? RTK, incest is still not best. I don't know. I just think it's like hard to get a guy. <laughs> no, I, I actually agree with you. Like it's, it's hard to get a guy in regular times. In quarantine, it's so much harder. And if there's one like literally in your house, like who are you to say no to that? Yeah. I, here's the thing. This is what I would advise a friend. I would say, listen, what you're doing is it's a little awkward. Um, nothing wrong with it when you get down to the nitty gritty, to the nitty gritty. But, um, it's a little, it's a little awkward. So I would say to her, I would say you need to really figure out if like this is a real connection, like and a real relationship that you would really put, make everything so weird for the rest of your family in order to pursue. If it yeah. is that, go for it because you know, it's hard to find love. It, and it, the re- vagina wants what the vagina wants. And it really is. But if this is you just being bored in quarantine and like right. making things weird for your family right. for the rest of time, like go somewhere else right that's the thing it's like if this is true love like the family will find its way to work around the weirdness if it's true love and you guys are together forever this is a beautiful thing for the family the families are forever joined but if she thinks that this is true love and it ends up just being like a good time during quarantine like spending time with someone feeling close to someone and then you made all this weirdness for your family and it didn't even work out like then that's where this becomes really detrimental for your family for your parents relationship like it would just be bad yeah and then the virginity piece oh it's it's I'm not really attached to virginities. Like, I'm just not, get it over with. I'm not attached to virginities now, but when you are a virgin... Yeah, I guess. You are... or mo- I mean, I was, like, attached to virginity and who's going to take your virginity and, like, that's just going to set you up for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, you think it has, like, lifelong meaning. Right. I, and now, in hindsight... It doesn't. It, it doesn't, but... Um, I'm sure that's how she feels, but it's crazy to me that she would be engaged for and with someone for five years and, and not want to have sex but then because if you're saving yourself like why not with your five-year fiance but in quarantine like with your brother right and five years is a long time to be engaged especially if you're a virgin it's long normally but if you're a virgin it makes 
Something's fishy about the story. Yeah. The, I didn't realize they were engaged for five years. Or they were together for five years and part of that was engaged. Oh, okay. But still, that's a really long time to be with someone and not have sex. Yeah. And usually, like, if you are waiting for marriage, which is a totally lovely thing to do, things move a little quicker. Yes, but also maybe she just, like, it's just indicative that that fiance like was not the guy for her and now right, that she, knew. she has met her brother and she's like so comfortable you know there's nothing better than family <laughs> family forever <laughs> all right that's dear toasters again if you ever yeah. want to write in our email is dear toasters at gmail.com we will always keep it anonymous and we're talking about anything from incest to wedding stuff to whatever you want to talk about um i would like to hear back from that girl whose boyfriend was donating to a sperm bank i never heard back from her but if you're listening you're still a toaster i don't know if the the past couple months took you out but if you're still here please write back I'm so curious whatever happened to you um, and also if we've read one of your stories people enjoy the updates it's like Shark people Tank people love the updates so please any not just for make any of these stories that we've ever done we love the updates everyone loves them so please let us know what is going on yes but also if you just need advice again the email is deartoasters at gmail.com that is all she wrote we are about to upload an episode to our Patreon channel so if you are looking for more content from us join our Patreon it is a fabulous community where for $8 a month you get five extra episodes every month. They're video vlogs. They're audio podcasts. They're really anything. We sometimes do Toast Radio. We do all these fun segments. And then once you become a member, you get access to our very fabulous private Facebook group called The Toast After Dark. Um, and it's worth the $7.99 IMO. IMO. And that is all she wrote. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's my new favorite. Wait, but can I do oh, my you didn't. Oh, I thought. Sorry, I tuned out. I thought that's what you were doing. Okay. Okay. It's so hurtful that you I'm tuned so, out. Like, so, that's so, so fucking hurtful. I was focused on my new favorite. Me too. It's departure. so good. It's so good. If you guys don't get the reference. Um, it's the production company for Real Housewives of Dallas, yes, right? Yes. Um, so like after the episodes, you know, they all have like their Georgia Peach thing. Like they have all yeah. the like the little credits. Okay. We'll, we'll show you. But before that. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show. We are available on YouTube and anywhere you can find podcasts. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. Oh, also fun update. Our videos are now available on Spotify. So if you are a YouTube listener or you'd like to watch videos or you already listen on Spotify, head over to Spotify because you can now listen to our podcast as audio and video, which is fabulous. Which is so exciting. Um, and wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We love you guys very much. We hope you have a fabulous day. Goodbye. 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 Bye.